This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. I trust that you had a very happy and healthy Labor Day weekend, and now you're back to serious stuff, uh, whatever it is that you do in normal times. Uh, we're back in the office. Uh, I'm with Layla Mutin. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla, wherein we answer your questions. Layla is a registered dietitian, master's degree in nutrition, and my sidekick for our weekly podcast wherein we answer questions. Questions at drhoffman.net is the destination for questions. And if you want to uh, record a question for our show on Saturday, 877-726-8255. Some people are hedging their bets. They're uh, using both. Uh, We prefer that you stick to one avenue so we can keep it straight and not answer questions twice. (laughs) Um, So uh, questions at drhoffman.net for this forum. So, how you doing, Layla? Okay. I can't believe here we are, September. Yeah. But time flies. Something to look forward to. Uh, You know, balmier temperatures, uh, the opportunity to uh, wear long pants. uh, Yeah. uh, You know, maybe get into our fall wardrobes. Right. uh, Put the flip-flops away. Yeah. And maybe see some fall foliage, although that's going to be a long time off. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just get back to a little more uh, regular routine. Uh, so we have uh, a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. Before we get to that, there's something interesting happening in Washington mm. that is, on the face of it, constructive. Uh, I So what I mm-hmm. say is, it sounds good. How are they going to mess this up? <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. But I'm not saying that they're going to mess it up necessarily. But there's a, you know, Washington has a way of taking uh, great ideas and thwarting them and distorting them and, you know, hooking them to commercial imperatives and ultimately um, uh, messing them up. But uh, this comes to us from NPR.org, National mm-hmm. Public Radio. Uh, headline, the U.S. diet is deadly. Here are seven ideas to get Americans eating healthier. So what it's about is that uh, they're convening a White House conference on hunger, nutrition, and health uh, later this month. And they will announce a new national strategy. Uh, so uh, the predecessor to this is an effort 50 years ago, uh, which helped launch today's major federal food assistance programs. Uh. Now, the, that sounded like a good idea. But mm-hmm. the net result of that, unfortunately, 
is that individuals who receive food assistance, a.k.a. Uh, food, food SNAP, stamps. SNAP. Food, used to be called food Supplemental stamps. Nutrition Assistance Program. Program yeah. uh, studies suggest that they are less healthy, that they yeah. are heavier, that there's no restrictions virtually on what they can buy. They can't buy cigarettes, but they can buy all kinds of candy. They can buy and soda Doritos and, and soda. Like. Yeah, right. So it actually, uh, that was a good idea gone wrong. Okay, so now, uh, here 50 years later, half a century later, we're going to try a correction. They say the diet-related health outranked deaths from smoking. Uh, about 900 deaths per day are linked to poor diet. Um, wow. So uh, the new ideas... Uh, include the following, uh, that um, all reasonable. Mm -hmm. Treat food as medicine. Uh, there's yes. mounting evidence that providing prescriptions for fruit and vegetables can spur people to eat better and manage weight and blood sugar. This is what we do yeah. here in the practice. And uh, th they're actually piloting programs around the country uh, to allow produce prescription uh, which hopefully will be subsidized, you know, like drugs are subsidized. Uh, it'd be nice if vitamins could be subsidized too. But of course, uh, the main, uh, the mainstream medicine does not believe in vitamins. Right. Uh, they also suggest a focus on quality of calories, not just quantity. In other words, just don't, you know, ensure yes. caloric adequacy. Right. Like, we're not, a, we're, we're sort of past the era where we're preventing starvation. Mm -hmm. What we have is malnutrition. We do. But a surfeit of nutrition. Yeah. So uh, they say that uh, U.S. food policies and programs focus on improving access to sufficient quantities of food, but they should focus on the quality of food. Yes. Okay. Uh, number three, expand access to dietary and lifestyle counseling. We're all for that. Hello. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, too often these practices become sort of luxury practices mm -hmm. uh, because uh, mm -hmm. insurance companies do not reimburse us for spending an hour and a mm -hmm. half with patients. True. Uh, it is not economically sustainable, so yeah. uh, people have to pay, and you know uh, that precludes people of modest means. Mm -hmm. um, support food entrepreneurs; they're people who are doing innovative things. Uh, for you know, so you know, teaching kitchens, community gardens, healthy food retails, wellness studios, yeah. nutrition services, healthy consumer products and urban agricultural centers. That would be nice to subsidize those instead of subsidizing uh, sugar and corn production. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Increase the number of new farmers growing healthy foods using regenerative farming techniques. That would that, be nice. That is huge. Yeah. I'm such a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Make school meals free for all students. Well, I have a little problem with that, is that <coughs> when they make uh, school lunches free, uh, the kids don't like the food and they throw in the garbage. Right. And that's one of the experiences that uh, Jamie, what's his name, the, the Brit guy who went to Appalachia to uh, Chef Jamie, whatever his name is. Jamie Oliver? Oliver, yeah. Okay. He, he said, I'm going to pick the toughest place in America to go to. Uh-huh. I'm going to go to Appalachia with the highest rates of obesity and diabetes, and the food is abysmal, and I'm going to you know, teach these kids to enjoy food. Hmm. The problem is that uh, once the horse is out of the barn... On your taste buds and your preferences, yes, it is it's very hard to, hard to turn back the clock. Yeah. So what we need is really early intervention. Mm -hmm. And you know, I see this in my family is you know that the, the foods that these kids are eating early on shapes their taste preferences, and mm -hmm. they they have uh, like all kids want sweets, but they're very modest in their sweets intake. They know that yeah. it, it's a, an occasional treat. They ask for greens. 
See? They, oh, that's nice. They, they eat... Young children asking for greens. They that's eat a beautiful fish. thing. Uh-huh. They eat, you know, the large plates of vegetables and whole grains and, you know... Wonderful. And so, uh, they're super healthy. But they got it from very early on. Yeah. Yeah. And also, they got it in utero, which actually shapes the taste. Yes. You know, when, when, you know, mom was pregnant... Mom she ate, ate her broccoli. Yeah. And there yeah. is something about imprinting that occurs even in utero. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so mm-hmm. I don't know, make school meals free. It, what do they get? And then they, then they, what they do is they cut corners. They go to like uh, the pizza places to, to, you know, like, uh, exactly. And, and they go to fast food places because it's, it's, they can, they get like pouring rights to hook the kids on, on poor quality food. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, part of my uh, dietetic internship, I had to do a rotation at the Board of Ed. And it was one of the better high schools. It was in Long Island City, actually. And they were very, very good. But the food that was put out, there was a beautiful salad bar that was out there every yeah, day. Yeah, Ten per- Only 10% of the kids were interested. These are high schoolers. Mm-hmm. The other 90%, they wanted the bagel with the pizza. Right. And not only did they want the bagel with the pizza, they put ketchup on their pizza. Oh. More, Gosh, more ketchup. More ketchup on their pizza. Yeah. Now, I was trying to direct the kids, yeah. and this was not my job. I was trying to, hey, yeah. kids, come here, look at these beautiful colors in this salad. Try some salad with this beautiful... Right. I got stopped by my supervisor. What? You can't do that. What? Why not? I'm trying to direct them to eat better. Because they need to also eat these foods. Otherwise, we're not going to get the money to get the food um, to give the kids. Okay. If you're only going to, you know, if they're not eating the food, even if it's crap, yeah. they're not going to get the money okay. to feed them at all. Wow. Like, yeah, so it was all this kind of so, politics so the, about the, the food. I, as as was once said, the best laid plans off gang of glay. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that oh, my was... Gosh. Uh, a and famous you know, Scotsman who said that. Right. And the problem is the way th- things are structured, if they get so much money, they want to keep getting so much money to get all the food, right? Mm-hmm. But if they find that they fall short, that this isn't being eaten or that's not being eaten because yep. they also do waste right. uh, assessment assessment, mm-hmm. and all that kind right. of thing, then they don't get as much money. And then they're, th- this is the whole trap wow. of doing things that way. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. So, um, you didn't use the money, so you don't need the money. So let's use the money to so, buy crap. So there's some perverse incentives yeah, that we really. have to break down. Honestly. And uh, so, <sighs> so and finally, there's one more. Uh, establish a federal food czar. Well, good luck with that. You know, who we, who's going to be the food czar? Somebody who says we all should become, uh, you know, uh, vegans and eat Impossible Burger. Oh no! I mean, it's very political, and it's it also really, really is very much uh, dominated by the food industry. Yeah. Who want to make industrialized food? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, true. Uh, you know, okay, I mean, um, the new director would help streamline and coordinate the many disparate efforts already under. Okay. So, um, I don't know. Maybe should I sign up to be food czar of America? I think you'd be a tremendous food czar. I, I think it would. I think, I think it, would, it would be fantastic. I think it would be extremely bad for my mental and physical health. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. You'd have to have the intestinal fortitude. Right. I don't want that job. Right. right. I don't want that right. job. Right. <laughs> I mean, they might take out take a contract out on me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, they would be slinging uh, impossible burger patties at you, saying, exactly. "This is what you should be recommending." With a with a trebuchet, you know, like yeah. a like a two ton patty, you know, would be fired at my uh, office. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, let's get to questions. That's our purpose today. It's yes. our weekly Q&A with Layla. So yes. So fire away. Yeah. Actually, first a comment okay. from a colleague, a, a fellow doctor, a doctor. Colleague. Dohan, uh, talking about the vitamin D sub study right. that came out recently. For which I wrote a newsletter article. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. You did. So go to drhoffman.com and, and read that article. He also says, this doctor... But we have an MD, upcoming podcast where we're, we're going to discuss with a real vitamin uh, D expert. Fantastic. Uh, you know, some of the flaws in that study. Great. And he goes even way beyond yeah. my... Um, you know, I thought it was an in-depth analysis, but yeah. it's superficial compared to what Dr. Grant mm-hmm. is going to talk about because Wonderful. he's so acquainted with the vitamin D yeah. research. Yeah. This doctor says that it was a proverbial disaster, the way it was set up. It's just with not... With a capital D. With a capital D. D for disaster. Yeah, D for disaster. <laughs> not for D. Yeah. So we've got a question from Camille. I'm a 63-year-old healthy woman, 5'4", 120 pounds. For several years, I've had a fast pulse, both resting... And after my strenuous gym classes, anywhere between 85 and 110 is her pulse. My blood pressure is usually 90s over 60s. Rarely or occasionally it dips lower, 80s over 50s. I feel great, although occasional lightheadedness upon rising. You would with that kind of low blood pressure. And I'm aware of mild circulation problems. It feels to me that if I recover quickly after my HIIT class... Uh, but do I need to be concerned about my fast pulse? Well, the answer is uh, pulse is what's called a vital sign. Yeah. And it, Could I ask a question about Sure. Uh, because her blood pressure is on the low side, mm-hmm. is her pulse Very compensating? Good Very good point. It, it may be compensatory yeah. uh, for the, you know, the lack of kind of a head of steam means yeah. that the pistons have to go faster, mm. you know, mm-hmm. in a steam engine. Right. So that is uh, hydraulically what's happening with her. Mm-hmm. Possibly she's of a small stature and, you know, like hummingbirds Five, have a four. really fast pulse. Mm-hmm. And elephants and whales have very slow pulses. Yeah. Uh, the larger the animal, the larger the person, too. So yeah. uh, it pulse can be a reflection of an underlying health problem. Uh, it could be a reflection of a fever, or it could be a reflection of, um, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of um, inflammatory problem. Uh, it could also be a reflection of an autonomic nervous system problem. Some people yeah. are in sympathetic overdrive, you know, with a high level of stress hormones, they have a fast <clears> pulse. <throat> it could be a, a sign of hyperthyroidism. Mm-hmm. Hyper, too high, thyroid, could cause a fast pulse or too much thyroid medication. Yeah. And uh, so... There's a multiplicity of things that it could be related to. It's also related to athletic conditioning. Generally, people who are well-conditioned have slower pulses at rest. Yes, uh, I think an important pulses. index of conditioning is how fast your pulse reverts to normal after yeah. exercise. Yeah. And poorly That's conditioned people, aerobic, it stays uh, high for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I notice that, uh, you know, I work out in the gym. By the time I open the door, you know, it's actually the gym's right next door. Uh, my pulse is going to be down to about 70. Yeah. And then... It reverts to its normal resting pulse, which could be uh, 50 or lower, 46 or 48. There you go. That's but I'm athletic. an inveterate exerciser. So. Yeah. 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 Your, your heart is like, oh, time to beat. <laughs> right. <laughs> time to beat. Strong Trying to heart. Put, push a little blood yeah. to the brain. Yeah. So it could be right. I mean, right. I, I think some mm-hmm. that may be in your constitution mm-hmm. and does not reflect badly on your health. Right. Yeah. Um, but So, 
Yeah, so Camille well, needs to... It can even be something, an exogenous substance like uh, caffeine, you know. Sure. Nicotine. Yeah, but it's like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Both resting and the strenuous uh, gym classes. That that needs a workout. Wait, it doesn't go higher, she's saying either? No, no, no. It, it's, I, for several years, I've had a fast pulse both resting and after my gym classes. What, what Did she report on how high it goes during the gym classes? Uh, 85 to 110. During a workout? She doesn't say during a workout, okay. but her range overall is oh, 85 to 110, okay. which is kind of high for fasting. Yeah. For, I mean, you mean resting? Yeah. For, for resting. Right. Thank you. Right. Resting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right. Okay. Camille, best of luck. Get a workup. And for that blood pressure, when it's low like that, a little pinch of salt in your water. Hydrate more. Hydrate or more. Even under bit. some supervision, take a licorice extract. Yes, under just, supervision, please. Because too much licorice can cause you to have water retention and uh, and loss lower of your potassium yeah. and then higher blood pressure and so forth. Okay. Good point. Which to pause because we want to allow our sponsors this window of opportunity to share a message with you. So listen up. Here goes. If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. They, of course, or what make intelligent medicine a continuing free resource to you, and you know you like it that way. So, back to questions. We've got one from Ricky. Dr. Hoffman, I self-prescribed candibactin AR and BR. I've taken it for 30 days. It's helped immensely. What did it help? It helped SIBO with constipation, and now I have regular bowel movements. Now I'm at a loss. By the way, those products are available from what company makes them? Candibactin. Um, is it orthomolecular? I think so. I think it's orthomolecular. Yeah, orthomolecular, and they're available on uh, full script. One is candibactin, is, as the name suggests, it is fights candida and also fights bacterial overgrowth. Yeah. SIBO stands for small intestine bacterial overgrowth. So it's a natural mm-hmm. antimicrobial. The BR is made with berberine and some other things. Yes. And berberine is a good an- uh, you know, anti. You microbial. Know, microbial thing. Yeah. A, my, a biocidal thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's the AR, which stands for aromatic, mm-hmm. aromatic herbs, uh, which include um, like oregano. oregano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, oregano is a potent anti Maybe rosemary. Bacterial and antifungal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rosemary too, probably. Yeah. So that that's a kind of a you know, one-two punch against bacterial yeah. overgrowth. 
So sometimes more effective than than Zyfaxin, which is the medication used for SIBO. Yeah. Ricky is wondering. She's in the Chicago area. Uh, what kind of doctor should I be seeing for a holistic approach? Functional medicine doctor. Functional medicine doctor. Yeah. 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 I mean that's Integrated. that's now been branded as the new name for the type of doctor type of medicine that we call right. it. You know, it used to be called holistic, then it was called complementary, and then it was called integrative, and now we call it functional medicine. Functional. So we're not even saying integrative and functional medicine anymore. It's we can. Functional medicine. We can, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can go to a directory of physicians uh, mm -hmm. from functional medicine or from the Andrew Weil Center in yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Uh, and actually, you won't find me on those lists because I was trained before those. Before that those, became those a launched. thing. So. <laughs> I didn't see the point in like yes. you know going to learn stuff that I had already pioneered. Exactly. Uh, exactly. So uh, it, you can also use uh, acam dot org, you know, to find a physician. Mm -hmm. And Chicago is really a uh, it's a real uh, mecca for that. Right. Right. Yeah. And acam is a c a m dot org, mm -hmm. American College for the Advancement in, in Medicine. medicine. Org. You could find a practitioner there, Ricky. So she's wondering what to do now to go forward. It's yeah. a good idea to follow up with a practitioner. And it, they're yeah. rare birds, but they you, there might even be a... There would really be nice if there's an integrative gastroenterologist in the yeah. Chicago area. It's such a big area that there might be. There are a couple in New York, mm -hmm. uh, but, um, you know, who actually have the training and yes. certification to really understand very serious GI problems and prescribe... Very heavy duty medications should that be required, and even do colonoscopy or sigmoidoscopy sure. or uh, upper endoscopy on you if needed. Mm -hmm. You know, and then they, then you really got a one stop shop. Yeah, that would but be often too. what happens is you end up seeing a regular gastro, and then you see an integrative doctor because the gastro has a limited repertoire of tools. Yes, yes. You know, they don't, or they just give you a prescription when things can be taken care of more. Yeah, they just get you know you, you have indigestion. They give you a you know uh, you know Prilosec or Dexalan. Yeah, know. and take it forever. Yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. Take it for three weeks. It's all right. Don't right. worry about kidneys and dementia. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky, best of luck to you. Okay, glad you're feeling better. Oh, so <clears throat> this is from Dennis. It's not a question, but more of an alert. The New York Times seems to also be conducting a clandestine fight against supplements. Oh, it's not so clandestine. It's not so it's clandestine. It, it really is overt. Yeah. And and they're 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 unashamed. Right. In in, in the way they're this the columnist is now is trying to tell us that supp supplement regulation will save us from the next Alex Jones. Well hang tight. Yeah. Uh, that's a, I don't subscribe. That's, called, that's a guilt by association yeah. thing. So yeah. uh, in the view of the Times and in the view of a lot of Americans, Alex Jones is the epitome of evil because uh, he's an extremely, you know, like a conspiracy theorist kind of guy. Mm. And he's been discredited because of this, hor I think, really horrible uh, denial of the reality of the uh, Sandy, Hook. Sandy Hook. Yeah. You know, which is... You know, where he was uh, in court and he it was assessed like huge damages because of the harm and the, uh, the, the you know, yeah. suffering that he imposed on the parents of the children. Um, and so he's he's like a villain. But that is a little bit, you know, because just because he sells supplements, he sells supplements. I promote supplements. 
are we in the same bag? My I mean, goodness. it's a little bit like saying, well, you know, Adolf Hitler was a vegetarian. So mm. all vegetarians are Nazi murderers. Take that, vegetarians. Right. <laughs> Guilt by association. So, oh my yeah, goodness. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, so from the New York Times perspective, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great rhetorical flourish. Yeah. You know, so it kind of, you know, implies yeah. that taking vitamins is, as lunatic a proposition as denying the reality of Sandy Hook. Yeah, I can't believe people still read that paper. I haven't read the New York Times in I don't know how many years. Yeah. It's really, you know. I mean, I, I just think that's... Yeah. And there's another one out in the Daily Mail. So I suspect that the there's a there's a an aroma of an organized campaign against supplements. Yes. And I think it's coordinated. And I think that these stories get ginned up uh, periodically, especially mm-hmm. when there's legislation, and this is a time for me to mention that we have a Save yes. Our Supplements campaign. There is a, a campaign to limit access to supplements and to uh, further regulate mm-hmm. uh, the supplement industry, and it's in Congress, and it's active right now. And so we have a Save Our Supplements campaign uh, where uh, the news has been good because it seems that we've stalled some of their most egregious efforts, but they're, I, I just received an alert saying that they have reintroduced a bill which will require mandatory product listing for all supplements. Now, that sounds like a reasonable thing. Like, yeah, let's list those, you know, all the ingredients in all the supplements. But it mm-hmm. would, then it's, it's a prelude to regulation. And it's kind of like saying, okay, um, you know, I want, uh, you know, all, uh, you know, like, kind of like, um, uh, in World War II, you know, when they, when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, it's like, yeah, I want all the Japanese to register at your local police station. We're not going to do anything. We're not going to just register at the police station so we know who you are and where you are because we're concerned. The next thing they were put on trains and they were, you know, yeah. <laughs> sent to, in effect, I mean, to call those concentration camps, they were not extermination camps, but no. they were, Places mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. hardship, you know, where people were kept. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's internment camps. So I mean, that's my anal- my that's my overheated analogy. Yeah. I mean, I it, it's like it, I'm just retaliating to the Times overheated oh, yeah. analogy, uh, and you know, so the there's a place to go to find out. Go to dearhoffman.com/anh. That's the Alliance for Natural Health. Uh, they're the organization that protects your rights as consumers to accessing the kind of medical care you want, uh, to yeah. uh, have freedom of choice in healthcare, and to have access to supplements and homeopathic medicines. That's another cause because they're trying to eradicate homeopathic medicines too at the same time. Um, yeah, you know, so, uh, I've contributed, uh, for a limited time. I'll be matching all donations up to a total of $5,000. We've received, uh, you know, we're, we're, Hundreds and hundreds of dollars of contributions. We're not up to the five thousand dollar threshold, but people mm-hmm. have responded, Wonderful. and so don't get complacent because in the dark of the night, your your liberties can be stolen away from you. Yeah, you know when you're not paying attention, and it's like pay attention to uh, you know the man in the in the pulpit, you know who's spewing rhetoric while other stuff happens. Yes, under the radar. Right. Right. And put down your phone so you could pay attention. Yes. Everybody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was my Stop two watching TikTok videos. Stop watching. Stop using TikTok. Okay. 
<coughs> so okay, so we, we're going to yeah. pause because we divide our oh, podcast into parts. Okay. All right. So uh, this is the first part. And yeah. uh, in part two, give us a preview of what we're going to talk about. Uh, my stepson was encouraged to take a genetic test that would evaluate his risk for pancreatic cancer. Okay. What are your thoughts oh, on Oh, that's this? interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Um, I'm Dr. Robert Hoffman, and we're with Layla Mutin. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. We'll be back for part two. Stay with us. <laughs> 